Welcome, welcome to the Everyday Podcast, where this is not a professional podcast, but it's a professional something. This is your host, Eddie, and I am currently recording this at 5 o'clock in the morning on Wednesday morning. Now, you may be wondering, on a Wednesday, what? Eddie, your episode comes out today. You did this the day before? Yes, because Sunday I was feeling very lethargic and just... You know, it just felt like I was high, but I wasn't high. I was just very, like, whoa, and out of it. So, yeah. And then trying to motivate myself the past couple days was just not a struggle, but there were other things going on. So, yeah, let's start this episode like we usually do. Mental health check. Um, I gotta say, the mental health be mental health, and lately I've been on a, on an upswing, you know, things are slowly getting better, um, I'm writing down a lot of my feelings, um, processing and actually feeling my feelings, which is good, uh, there's been some random tears, but you know, that's what happens when you know, you pent up a lot of your emotions, and then you decide, hey, I'm going to feel this, especially with there being such a strong motivator for feeling your emotions lately, so, yeah, um, definitely on the upswing, um, definitely been doing a lot of self-reflecting, I have a lot of time for that, um, slowly getting myself back into my hobbies. Like yesterday, Tuesday, I actually took my camera out when I went to walk Brian for his afternoon walk after I got home from work. And I took a couple pictures of nature and the dog while I was walking. And I might post some of those on Instagram. Maybe. Maybe. I want to kind of work with Photoshop, because I have it downloaded on my phone, um, so eventually I want to move the photos over to my phone and kind of just like work with Photoshop a little bit, um, and see what I can come up with, because it's always good to learn a new skill. Uh, what have I been watching? Mostly Supernatural. Uh, I saw Thor Love and Thunder, my honest review, probably like a 6 or a 7 out of 10. If you're choosing to go see this movie, um, definitely, definitely, definitely expect it to be more comedic than previous Thor movies, um, which I was expecting comedy, but not as much comedy as I got. i oh, sorry, I guess I am waking up still, because I've been up since like 3.30, and then I realized like, oh shit, I'm probably not going to have the energy to record this when I get home from work. Um, 
because I have a meeting today. So let me do it now. Anyway. Yeah, Thor Love and Thunder. More comedy than I would have thought, but yeah. Um also as I'm talking, like I kinda notice like usually I'm very rambly and trying to get my thoughts all out and so like I kinda talk fast. But I'm seeing or noticing right now that like I'm kinda more slow and not really rushing everything. Um, which is different. Like I still kinda feel like that like high paced rush. But I feel like I'm taking my time with my words and my thoughts right now and it feels good. Um part of the mental health church is kinda like slowing down. Um what else have I watched? Uh, I think that's it in terms of new content. Um, oh, for anyone in the gaming space like I am, PlayStation has announced a rewards program called PlayStation Stars. Um, which is essentially a rewards program that uh, is free. And what it does is when you play games, from what I, from my understanding, when you play games, it takes your trophies and achievements and gives you little side missions that you can do. And when you unlock those, you get rewards, and those rewards can be redeemed for discounts on the PlayStation Store. Um, but if you play a lot of games, that's really great. Um, it's kind of similar to Xbox, I know, has a program like that. So, I guess PlayStation is getting ideas. I'm trying to move their, uh, subscriptions and online gaming forward, which is cool, I guess, but I don't know, we'll see, because it depends on how easy or hard, because Nintendo also has a similar program where you get points when you buy a new game and redeem it, but it has to be within a year of game's release, unless you buy it online. So we'll see how this works out for them. Um, but it doesn't launch until later this year. Um, Stray came out, which I will probably be getting next month. It's $30, and you play as a stray cat in a, po- a cybernetic world, post apocalyptic cybernetic world. Um, it's about. $30, it's on PS4, PS5, and Steam, which means PC gaming, for the uneducated. Um, it looks interesting, I want to play it, I'll probably buy that and end up streaming it, because it looks like a different change of pace from what I usually play. God of War officially has an, a release date for God of War Ragnarok, that will be November 9th of this year. 
Um, hopefully it doesn't get pushed back, but obviously God of War is not scared. <laughs> because usually between October and November, which I don't know, it has a, I think Modern Warfare 2 uh, is coming out early October. Um, but like, that's a big time frame for games between October and November, well between August to November because that's when we usually get NBA, we get Madden, we get Call of Duty, we get, uh, we're getting God of War and we're going to get the new Pokemon, um, I think, um, they haven't really announced release date, but Pokemon, mainline Pokemon games usually tend to release between I think around November ish depending um, because aside from Arceus which released in January Pokemon games are usually a late winter or mid-summer but Pokemon isn't known for announcing games too far in advance. They're not going to announce a game and then be working on it for the next year. So they announced it probably in April? May? April or May it got announced. Um, and we've seen Lechonk, which is the cutest little pig Pokemon. Um, but yeah, so usually November, December will be that time frame. Especially keeping up with Sword and Shield when that came out and Shiny Pearl and Brilliant Diamond. Um, yeah, I think that's all I have right now for... The first part of the podcast. So let's get into the meat and potatoes. Okay, so I know I've done this before, but uh, I kind of want to like explain to people who I am, be a little vulnerable and transparent with you guys. Um, so, my name is Eddie, I have two, old enough, I am of legal drinking age, um, and I wear a size 10 and a half shoe, in case anyone wants to give me sneakers. Um, I love my friends. Even though I've kind of been addicted to them lately, and I'm sorry about that. Uh, you know, I need to get my mind right, and unfortunately, a lot of them suffered because of that. So I, I'm sorry. Um, I love my family, especially my nieces and my nephew. Um, the parent I would say I'm closer to is my dad. He's my role model. 
perfectly, even if he's not perfect, he's a great man. Which, okay, weirdly enough, you guys ever get like, a weird feeling about someone, and then you have, you just have to call and check up on them? Like, my parents usually do that, but, like, genetically, it's, like, uh, on their kid, like, of course, they get, like, weird feelings all the time. Fucking my dad, right? He got sick, like, what? He's been sick for, like, the past couple weeks. Um, but he should be on the upswing. Like, he's been sick, and then better, and then sick, and then better. It's weird. Anyway, so, I had a weird feeling that he was gonna die soon. And it, like, made me reason, like, understandably upset. Um, and then, I got the feeling again. And so, me, I was like, okay, I'll wait till the third time, because if I get a third feeling, it's gonna be, like, okay, this is serious. But, uh, I was working, I was just like, you know, I'm I'm not gonna wait for that third one, I'm just gonna give him a good old call there. So I called him, and he was fine, still sick, but, like, he informed me that he is, in fact, not dying anytime soon, so that made me happy. It made me very, very happy. Um... So, um, other things. Okay, so, I kind of took this idea from, from, ooh, I cannot talk. God, I want to go back to sleep. But, you know what? No. Okay, this has been me lately. Where I'm falling asleep at like 8, 9, maybe 10 o'clock. And then I'm waking up at like 2, 3, 4 o'clock in the morning. I haven't even had anyone else lately. Just me. Okay, cool. Um, usually I take these ashwagandha gummies um, called Goli. But I forgot last night. Because I wasn't expecting to fall asleep when I did. And then, yeah. I usually take like one of those. Uh, but I knock out. But sometimes if it takes me a while to fall asleep, I'll take the second one. Because you're supposed to take two. Since I work, excuse me, a manual labor job, I was just like, oh, I'm already partially tired, might as well just, you know, work it. Um, so, back to what I was saying. Yes, so I took these trend from Twitter. Uh, I kind of explained. So, um, in addition, I'm gonna tell you like some, maybe some fun facts. But like, here's ten movies that you would have to watch to understand me in no particular order. First, I want to give an honorable mention to How to Lose a Guy in Ten Days and Bad Boys Two. Those are my honorable mentions for movies. Um, but 10 movies that make me First, we're going to say American Pie, Naked Mile. Um, I don't know, that was kind of like the first movie that I remember seeing 
that kind of introduced me to what the possibility of college life could be like. It was just really interesting. Um, also, I will note, I am a fan of all American Pie movies, but, like, the spin-off ones from the main series, I felt I related to more. Um, speaking of, thank you, Mario, next one on the list is American Pie Beta House, which was actually what introduced me to Greek life. Um and what college life could also be like even further. Is college actually like either of those two movies? No. Are they still my favorite? Yes. Um, next is Too Fast, Too Furious. It's one of the first movies I remember watching with my dad. And um, we would like sit in the car driving and listening to the soundtrack for this movie and just like my dad would drive like we were in Too Fast Too Furious and it was just one of those pleasurable memories I had as a kid. Um, next is Bulletproof Monk. Um, that kind of got me into uh, Asian American culture, um, sparked my interest, um, especially with like the different forms of martial arts. Did I study martial arts? No. Did I solely somehow end up only interested mostly in Japanese culture? Yeah. Um, was this movie anything about Japanese culture? No, not at all. But it kind of like set the standard for like action and kung fu movies for me. Um, next is Toy Story. Um, you got a friend in me, you know. You can start off enemies or not liking someone, but common interests, common goals can align and you end up being the best of friends. Um, Lion King. About a, I mean, I know it's based on Hamlet, but like a kid wanting nothing more than to be like his father. And then being thrust into that role and just feeling guilty. Which is. I love Lion King. It's one of my favorites. Shout out Scar. Shout out Simba. Shout out Mufasa. Plus, it's also like one of the cute movies that, like, when I think about things that tell me, like, I need to slow down, that's like one of the. Hakuna Matata. Unless you just gotta. Let the past be the past. Don't worry about it. Um, next is Rush Hour. Chris Tucker is hilarious. Jackie Chan. I think my whole childhood revolved around Jackie Chan. Because some of the movies I remember watching were Shanghai Noon, Shanghai Night, Rumble in the Bronx, um, The Rush Hour, um, and then Jackie Chan Adventures, like Jackie Chan, was essentially just like the staple of my childhood. And seeing him do his own stunts and the martial arts again, um, just phenomenal, phenomenal movie. Um, Good Luck Chuck, that was how I um, pictured my life being. And 
without even meaning for it to like that kind of how I turned my life into being um I wasn't really like popular with the women in like grade school and high school was like eh, hit or miss but once I got to college just you know I feel like I found a version of myself that I liked and I kind of rolled with because it was a part of me that had had confidence something that I'm trying to find again where it's not fake confidence like actual confidence um but like I feel like part of my fake confidence in college was made up of real confidence I just had And so I was able to, but like I just related to chocolate. Like I wanted to sleep around, um, and until I found the love of my life. Um, but I kind of just felt like I would be cursed that every girl would find the perfect guy after me. Um, yeah. Which now brings me to another honorable mention. John Tucker must die. Because I remember in grade school, like, I had plans. So, in between my 7th and 8th grade year, I went to a camp at the high school that I was planning to apply to. And I met this amazing girl. Um, She was great. I would, now looking back at it, it was kind of weird because she, she, she was a sophomore, about to be a junior we met so like when school started she was a junior I was in eighth grade and I was like texting her like trying to get to know her and talking to her um and my plan was when I came in freshman year she'd be my senior girlfriend and like I was planning on like just playing the field um all of high school having a girlfriend in each grade that way I could just be like yeah go to all the dances and that that did not work out that did I think, like, I had guy friends in grade school, but I was more friendly with the girls, so I feel like grade, like, high school is when I formed those, like, male body experiences, um, which was probably better, because now I have, like, the closest guy friends I'll ever have, but... Yeah, um, yeah, um, I will mention, um, John Tucker must die. Um, after Good Luck Chuck, Final Destination. Now, I love all of them, so, like, honorable mention to the rest of them, but my favorite one is the one with the log truck. I don't remember which one that was, and I should have looked it up. But it's the one where the guy dies from the log truck going through the car windshield. That that one was brought, like the not the most gruesome, and like all the deaths in Final Destination are realistic, which is why I like them. Like, these are actual ways to die, but I don't know for those like those just really hit home and they stand out vibrantly, because I think that's also the one where the guy slips in the shower and gets his neck. Or was it a girl? Either way, one of them gets their neck cut with the um, clothing line that they had hanging in their bathroom. 
Um, yeah, Final Destination, I just... Because, like, the stuff that happens in those movies is just, like, one in a million. <laughs> so, like, we'll see how this, that's actually going to happen. Um, not very high, but... If that's the top ten movies that make me me, or, like, if you want to get to know me, you should probably watch. Oh, wait, I forgot one. Nine, Sweet Home Alabama. Um, for the same reason that, uh, How to Lose a Guy in Ten Days is an honorable mention. Um, but Sweet Home Alabama, for me, just ranks a little bit higher than that. In the getting to know me scale, just because when I was a kid, my parents were always traveling for conferences or meetings or whatever. So I would go with them and we'd end up, you know, just flying everywhere or like go on vacations and we flew. We flew all the time. And when I was a kid, the in flight movies were usually. How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days, or Sweet Home Alabama. The opening scene to Sweet Home Alabama is them getting struck by lightning. And for some reason, I just really want to get struck by lightning after seeing that. Because I believe if you get struck by lightning, you would find your true love. Um, which is stupid. I'm a kid, I didn't know any better. But, I don't know. It just, like, I remember watching it. Or like, because I've watched all the, like, every flight going, coming back, was the only movie I'd watch between that and that, it was like, nine, ten days. Sometimes, like, it got to the point where I saw both movies so much that I would flip between them. Like, I'd watch one for a couple minutes, then switch and watch the other one, and just, um, I would usually end up sitting with my mom and my dad, obviously, but, like, flying, I would split my headphones with my mom, and we would watch the movie together, or she'd have it on her screen, and I'd have it on mine, or sometimes we'd, uh, one of us would have one movie, the other one would have the other, and we'd just watch the movie like that, so we could enjoy both. Uh, but yeah, the, now, that are the ten movies to get to know me. Um, five shows to watch, to get to know me, um, honorable mention, Power Rangers, I love Power Rangers, my favorite season is probably, my top three favorite seasons are, in no particular order, in space, um, SPD, Right, the cop one, and Jungle Fury for the martial arts. Um, yeah, Power Rangers, it's self-explanatory. I like Power Rangers, I like the fights in them, I like the lessons and the determination and everything that Power Rangers teaches. Um, anime, I I'm just going to generalize anime, because the first one I watched was Yu Yu Hakusho, and that got me into, like, fighting and just like the whole bad boy thing but anime in general is a pretty big part of my childhood so like I can't just like 
And if I listed every anime I loved, it'd go on forever. No normal shows would be on the list. Um, Blue Island State. Um, I found that show towards the end of like my college career. Um, I don't know. I liked it. it. Made me wish my school had a football team, but we have rugby and basketball, so and hockey. So I set up with those. Um. I don't know, just that, like, dream college situation. Um, the Boondocks, you know, just the epitome of black excellence. I loved it. It was great. Um, I feel like I remember the show watching while I was listing the year. Um, so, in no particular order, Fresh Prince Bel Air. Love, love, love that show. I grew up on it. It was part of like that Friday block. That thank God it's Friday or whatever. Um, and you know, just shaped growing, being removed from a situation and adapting, and then finding your way, which. I don't know why. It's really the finding my way part that I related to the most with Will Smith and the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. So that's one of them. Um, also, Boy Meets World um, is next because I was rewatching that the other day and I realized how much of an impact like certain episodes just stuck out of my mind. Uh, Especially with my current situation and how I feel my love life is going. Like, I feel like I relate a lot to Corey. Um, in the sense of, like, sometimes you make a mistake, but you know. You just know when something is meant to be. Uh, and maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm right. But, you know. Sometimes it takes a big mistake to learn a powerful lesson. Um, and also with Sean uh, and Boy Meets World, him going through so many arcs of never feeling like he belonged, um, feeling abandoned by his family. Not that I feel abandoned by mine, but just like finding a family and making your own instead of the family that you're born into. Um, for me, it's more the carving, trying to carve out a place where I feel like I belong. And I'm getting there slowly, but it's weird having a sense of self that is tied more towards what you're doing than the people you're around, if that makes sense. Probably not. I'm probably going to have to go in depth with that later. Um, or you can just ask and I'll explain it to you. But, I mean, if we're friends or you can...
and see the time, and I forgot to turn off my alarms. See, told you, not a professional podcast, just a professional something. Anyway, um, what was I saying? Yeah, um, or you tweet me at GoldenDonkyo on Twitter. Um, but if you're one of my friends, like, you can obviously text me, and I can go more in-depth about, like, my feelings lately. Um, kind of, maybe. I know I've been, I'm still being kind of secretive. Um, for good reason. Because I'm one of those people that, like, if I tell people things, I know they're going to remember. And they're going to keep asking and asking. Because those are the kind of friends I have. Like, I don't have friends that just drop things. They're going to, like, even if it's not the next, like, some of my friends, my friends either fall into one of two categories. I mention something to them, and then they keep asking about it. Or I mention it to them, and then it'll be, like, a month will go by, two months will go by, and they'll be like, oh, like, whatever happened with that, like, you haven't mentioned it. So it's just like, eh, like, I'm kind of just being secretive right now. It's just so, like, until I'm more comfortable. So, like, I'm being very vague and cryptic. Um, which, eh, eh, you live in one. Um, but yeah, let me twirl. Also, next on my list, like I said, no particular order, so, like, I'm actually reading this list, like, jumping around. Um, Degrassi. Now, I know what you're thinking. What, Eddie? Degrassi? What? Yes, my mom called it Degrassi. Um, but I don't know. It was like one of those things where Saturday morning cartoons would end and, you know, I need something else to watch and then that would come on. Or um, my mom would be watching Saturday news on a different channel and Degrassi would come on. Like this was before it was on like Noggin, and not Noggin. Um, it was like some Nickelodeon. It was Noggin. No, Noggin's the adult. It was like whatever the adult Nickelodeon was. NT. That's what it was. NT. It would show before it was on NT. It was on like ABC, and my mom would watch ABC, and then like noon, which was when Saturday cartoons ended. Um, this would come on. And my mom would usually be watching the news. This would come on. So I'd switch from my room, go hang out in her room, and we'd watch Degrassi. Um, small bonding experiences with my mom. Um, but I loved Degrassi. Like, it was just so drama-filled. And, like, I was like, wow, this is what high school's going to be like. Um, it was just so, like, interesting captivating and like Degrassi is really just one of those shows that just covers everything like from suicide to bipolar disorder to depression to rape preteen pregnancy um abortion like Degrassi really just hits everything and the fact that they're doing Degrassi again just makes me excited because um, no matter how often you do different storylines, there's always a different point of view. Like, they did teen pregnancy so many times, and then there was one that was, they kept the baby, 
There's one where they did adoption. There's one where there was an abortion. There's one where they kept the baby and then gave it up for adoption later on. Um, so it's a very interesting um, Arrow. Great comic book show. I love it. I love it. I've talked about it before. Um, one and two great seasons. Three and four, you can. I mean, you can't really skip, but you just gotta slip through because then five through eight, just bring it back up again. Um, basically, any show in the Arrowverse, like Flash. I haven't seen Batwoman. I've seen some of Supergirl. Black Lightning, Stargirl, like, Legends of Tomorrow, R.I.P. Sad that they canceled you, but there's so many just good shows um, in that interconnected universe, but definitely start with Arrow, and then you'll kind of see where to jump on to the other ones as, as it goes. Um, and then finally, Lucifer, um, also another comic book show, but it never feels like it's the comic book, like, it feels like its own entity, and I just, I loved it, it was great, it was very well done, um, super excited for that, and then, three songs that make me, or songs slash artists, that, uh, I just relate to in our vibe, um, honorable mentions to Kanye, uh, Biggie Smalls, um, Eminem, Eminem being my favorite artist of all time, but I can't pick just one Eminem song to describe me, um, and everything that I feel, but if you want to get to know me using an Eminem song, like Toy Soldiers, that is the one, that is one of the few songs I had on repeat, um, when my that was an Iraq and kind of shifted my mentality of like, you don't cry. Which is, I, now I'm trying to like correct that, but it, that was just like the main song I listened to that to me felt like you don't cry. Like, you gotta stay strong for like the people around you. You have to be that support system. Um, but if you want to listen to songs that like kind of. Not to find me, but give me like a. Eh. Um, in no particular order. Forever Young by Jay Z. Um, I have a strong relation to Jay Z. Not relation, like if anything, but if you were to compare me and my brother, my brother's Jay Z and I'm Kanye. I'm crazy and off the wall, my brother's more put together, he's more savvy, uh, with different knocks and hustles, um, but my brother, um, when I was a kid, would, I'd be getting ready for school, and if we had extra time, or if he was driving me to school, he'd play different artists, um, hip-hop artist and be like, hey, do you know who this is? Do you know who this is? And that all started from one morning. Um, I, was, I had to, either my mom wanted him to turn down the music or I had to get something or 
I had to tell him something, but either way, I went down, and I happened to know the song, I think it was Juicy by Biggie Smalls, um, and then my brother would take that time to, like, play different artists, and have me guess, and see if I knew what, who the artist was, um, sometimes we sit there and listen to a whole song, uh, but he would usually play the snippet first, and then I would guess the artist, and if I was wrong, he'd tell me who the artist was, obviously, what the song was, um, and then we'd listen to it, or he'd break down, like, essentially what the song was about, depending on, like, how much time we had, um, which probably is where my love of, like, rap and hip-hop came from, is, like, my brother, like, he heavily influenced my early music taste, um, like, yeah, I listened to Elvis and some country when I was younger, because of my dad, but, like, a majority of my taste and what I find that I like in rap is, like, due to my brother, uh, next, Situations by Escape the Fate, um, that's, like, the first rock slash alternative slash I don't want to say scream out that's like the only way I know how to describe it um pop wrong pop rock um group that I got into um just like early morning like I had time before I had to leave for the bus um in high school or um my parents, like, getting ready, like, I'd be ready before them, because I'd usually wear a uniform, and they're trying to find stuff for work, so early morning, like, on my laptop, or on my phone, just browsing, like, YouTube videos, and, no, this was before I had on my phone, so, yeah, on my laptop, um, if I didn't feel like listening to the radio, I'd try and find, like, rap songs, or, like, anime music videos where people would put the songs to like anime clips and like I've just kind of found that and it was just like oh I like this um so yeah that got me like really into that um it also okay so there's two ways that I found this group it was through that but also as a kid and even now sometimes like I'll pick up like a fan fiction to read, um, usually I'll reread older ones that I've already read, just because, like, they were good, and, like, trying to find something new is just, eh, um, but there was one Naruto fanfiction when Naruto was, like, the Naruto characters were the band Escape the Fate, and it was like, oh, wait, these are, like, actual songs, like, you can't just make these up, so I looked them up, and I liked them, um, I can't really, I, like, it was, like, a combination, because, like, you know, you find a group, and then you can just kind of forget, and then you read, and it's like, wait, this is a thing, and they're like, oh, this is actually a thing, um, yeah, and then Undead by Hollywood Undead, same, the same thing, like, most people would assume, like, everywhere I go, but, like, I listened to, like, a couple Hollywood Undead songs. Um, Black Dahlia, Young, and City were, like, the first few I listened to. And then I bought the album. 
and I heard undead and it just it felt great I don't know why it just was like something clicked and ever since then I've been a fan of Hollywood Undead um so yeah I mean I wouldn't do games on here but eh like much as I love games, gaming isn't as big. Like, it's a big part of who I am, but it's not. And it kind of defines me, but, like, it's not the same, you know? But if you want a couple games that, like, I absolutely enjoy, I love, like, 10 out of 10, in my opinion, 10 out of 10 games, 5 games you can play, if you have PlayStation, some of these might be on Xbox, but there's also PlayStation and Switch games, coming in at number 5, Uncharted 4, only Uncharted game I ever beat, I loved it, it was great, I loved the story, it really just captivated me, uh, coming in at number Four is going to be Marvel Spider-Man and Spider-Man Miles Morales. Um, I'm including two games into one because Miles Morales is essentially a continuation of the original Spider-Man story. It was just an eight-hour game instead of them making a DLC for some weird reason. Excuse me. Um, number three, Pokemon. I love Pokemon. Pokemon's great. Um, fun game. Um, it gets Pokemon. It gets pretty self-explanatory. Number two is Mega Man Battle Network. One of my favorite games that's child growing up that's now being remastered to come out next year for the Switch and PlayStation. Um, with potential for an Xbox release later on. Those games are great. I love them. I love them so much. And then the number one game you can play, uh, 10 out of 10, uh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance. Uh, honorable mentions to X-Men Legends. I played those games on the original Xbox, because um, that's what I had growing up, and PS3. Um, my brother and I would play those games all the time. It took us forever to beat them, but it was like a game that I played with my brother. I would not touch those games unless I was playing with my brother. So it took us probably like three months to get through them, but I loved it. And those were some of my favorite memories because my brother was in college and he would specifically make time to come play like a game with me, whether it be that or chess, he taught me how to play chess, um, which I ended up going to a chess tournament in grade school, and actually my team placed for it, so that was really cool, but yeah, that's, that's that, so I'll be honest, I didn't think this episode would be so long, and it's decently sized. Um, 
Uh, next week, this the episode that will be coming out. Next week will be out while I'm on the plane to Miami. Um, maybe I will record if I'm not if I have time. Maybe me and the room to be or like the bachelor group will be recording an episode. Maybe, maybe. No promises. Probably not. Um. But yeah, that is this episode of the podcast. Guys, we have six listens. Um, thank you. That's, you know, double from what we had the first episode and two more than we had last episode. Um, so that just shows we're growing as we're getting back into the rhythm. Um, remember you can catch this anywhere you get your podcast, whether it be Stitcher, Apple, Spotify, um, Anchor.fm, the site that I, which is the site that I used to record this. Um, but anywhere you get your podcast, you can find Everyday Eddie. Um, if you have the time and are able, please rate this podcast five stars. Um, because the more people and share this podcast because the more people this reaches the more people can rate it the bigger the audience and the bigger the audience the more we can grow and the more we can you know have fun we can have a little little party and we can do different things um I did not ask any questions this week because I don't know I just kind of wanted to reintroduce myself to the people because I know first few episodes I kind of did jump back into this, um, but this is for new listeners, um, to get a little bit of insight into my mind and how I operate a little bit, uh, yeah, 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 um, you can find me on Twitch, I stream every once in a blue moon, um, once I get straight, I'll probably stream, um, I do need to stream Sifu, I've been playing a lot of Fortnite with my buddy and his girl. I might start streaming those sessions going forward, but if you want to find me, it's twitch.tv backslash goldendonq. Um, I've been trying to hit affiliate. Obviously, with an inconsistent streaming schedule, it's hard. Um, But, you know, drop me a follow hop into a stream whenever um because i stream randomly sometimes i'll stream like early in the mornings sometimes i'll stream late at nights other times i'll just stream and i'll look important and say yeah why not stream for a little bit um so yeah we could we could do that we can, we can stream a little bit more um you can get at me at twitter at golden don q um, you can get at me on uh, Venmo at Golden Vidro, at Cash at Prince Vidro. Um, you know, every little bit helps. And yeah, I hope everyone stays safe. 
keep washing your hands. COVID is still a thing. Be very careful because this new COVID does not show up on TCRs or rapids. Um, at least at homes, you might have to go to the actual doctor. But uh, yeah, I love you all. Namaste. Oh, what? You're still here. I didn't think anyone would still be here. But since you're still here at the end of the podcast, let me give you um a little a little uh I don't know. Reading notes. Uh I realize lately that I've been living in a place of fear. Um and insecurities. I've been letting a lot of my insecurities make me make rash decisions, make me um, paranoid, um, like I said in other podcasts, like I've pushed away some of my friends, um, I've hurt one of my best friends that I love deeply, um, and I've ostracized women that I now realize that I'm in love with, um, you know, that's on me. I didn't take the time to have perspective um, because I just always, not always, but I have a tendency to bottle things up or ignore it. Um, because my patent method is you're sad about it, you get three days to be sad, then you go and boss up. Which works sometimes, but it really just delays the healing process. Like, I, there are situations I had in like over a year ago that I still talk about sometimes. Um, which is not the person that I want to be. Uh, and it's taken me a while to realize that. Um, so now, it's on me to change how I'm perceiving myself and how I've now made other people perceive me. So, you know, some of the apologies to my friends that I pushed away are easier to do. Because, like, hey, guys, like, my behaviors are fucked up. I'm sorry. Like, I'm working on it. But to my best friend and to the woman that I care about, like, in love with, that's a lot more work. That's a lot more... Hey. Um, 
emotional damage. And I know you saw that. Anyway, anyway, no. Um, that's more, those are more private conversations that I'm going to have to have. But, yeah, since we stuck around till like, the very end, end of the podcast, uh, I figured I'd share that sneak peek with you into my mind. Don't forget to share this podcast, rate it five stars. Um, wherever you get your podcasts, twitch.tv slash goldendonq, twitter at goldendonq, Venmo Golden Vidro, uh, Cash App Prince Vidro, um, and yeah, please share this. Uh, also, if you've made it to the end and you have a Twitter, at me, and you hashtag lost lust. No, do lost love. Hashtag lost love. If you made it to the end, hashtag lost love. Cool. Love you. Bye. Be easy.